Hey guys, welcome back to Reactor's Cut. My name's Stell. And my name's Gabe. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, it's a, not pretentious, but like, highly acclaimed pick, right? Oh, I don't know if it's highly acclaimed either, to be honest. It's yeah. one of those down-home good ones. Yeah. No, not even that. Not, cl- not classic? <laughs> anyway, it's one of those well, films that like people like talk about, essentially, right? There you go. Yeah. It's American Psycho. Starring? Christian Bale. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I mean... Yes. Yeah, I mean, mean, Willem Dafoe was, like, the next name that was listed, but even he didn't have a big role, so... You know. Yeah. Uh, There's actually, there's a few big names, but... Yeah. yeah, It's all kind of... It all kind of just blurs together, the main... The main draw is Christian Bale, obviously. Yeah. What uh, what are you MacGuffining this week? Oh, I don't have one. Uh, okay. Should I go I, make me, one? I, hold on, hold on, wait. Should I go get a chocolate milk? <laughs> you can if you want. It seems very American psycho chocolate milk for okay. some reason. I'm getting chocolate milk. You're right. All right, I didn't get chocolate milk. <laughs> what did you get? Um... It's like a Chinese red bean, yellow bean, green bean dessert drink, like a dessert soup. That's not close up. That's not even like similar to me. Like, <laughs> I went downstairs. Completely to, different. Yeah, I went downstairs to get a chocolate milk. And my mom was like, hey, we have dessert soup. I was like, okay, I'll drink that then. Oh. So, that's my MacGuffin. <laughs> um, mine is, um, mine's like a melon soda. Oh, okay, fancy. I have one, um... Like uh, like those Japanese melon sodas, you know. Oh yeah, what's your what's your fun fact? Oh, can you play the play the sound bit? Fun facts with Gabe. <laughs> um, did you know that instead of Christian Bale, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was actually the one that. They originally wanted for the role of Patrick Bateman in the movie. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why they ended up going with Bale, but yeah, they ended up going with him instead. And I think when they actually did choose Christian Bale, like a lot of people were telling him that it was a big mistake. <laughs> like people were like, "No, dude, this is gonna ruin your fucking career. Don't do it." Blah 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 blah. But um, I mean, I think it was received pretty well. Like mm-hmm. I think he did well in like the movie. Yeah, I mean. He's a great actor, like, I I think personally I prefer, like, his acting to Leonardo DiCaprio's. I don't know if that's controversial, yeah. but, yeah, I think he's a better actor. Yeah, I think, hmm, I don't know, I'm, that might be a, a hard take, to be honest. Really? But, um, okay. Yeah, I don't think, like, because, like, he's, between the two, I think DiCaprio is more of the acclaimed in movies. Yeah, yeah, but, he does. Yeah. Um, other than that, another fun thing mm-hmm. in a very weird way is the celebrity that Bale modeled Patrick Bateman's like um, characteristics after. Yeah, was Tom Cruise? Hey. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Like, he's not. They didn't come off very Tom Cruise at all, but I guess no. Um, they're like what they said, or the like the clip that I saw that pointed this out was saying that he's very like intensely like pleasant and kind, but his eyes kind of come off like very cold and dark. Huh? Like they don't they don't match the same energy he's trying to put out. I've never noticed that myself, but no, I've not either. Apparently, that's like a yeah. Apparently, that's what people think. Huh. <laughs> Paul, oh, yeah. Paul Tom Cruise. My... <laughs> to be like, oh, I modeled uh, yeah, this he's... fucking serial killer after you. Oh, no. He's probably fine. Yeah. I think, uh, well, I don't, having, okay, this is a little bit off topic from American Psycho, but, like, haven't you heard that, like, with all the Scientology stuff, that, like, Tom Cruise is, like, actually, like, <sighs> He might have, like, unalived people, like, not (gasps) even realizing it. You know what I mean? Like, because I guess this is obviously all hearsay. Like, I I 
don't sue me tom cruise but i don't know for sure like um conspiracy reports and like yeah yeah like people who have around the scientology community who like whatever left or whatever have like said that the higher ups in scientology keep such like a close-knit circle around tom cruise that like his personal reality of the world is very different than like how we see it because like in order for him like work on projects like he takes his own like personal assistance all these other people so like scientologists um kind of like pad his existence between like him and the industry and obviously he's like very devoutly like scientologist so that's crazy yeah i didn't know i don't that. know how much of that's true but yeah. it's i mean it makes sense because scientology is not <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it's, yeah 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, it, yeah it, it tracks i guess if that were the case but it's it's kind of wild to think about because obviously he's a huge celebrity he's like one of, probably one of the most famous actors in the world so to think that they would be able to like pad his entire like experience and existence in such a exposed industry is kind of crazy if that's true yeah huh. but i think like no, given Hollywood, is it really that surprising? Because uh, obviously, yeah. Hollywood's kind of a cult. It's like too. the yeah, all the the facade is very well kept up. Yeah, for the most part, for the most part yeah. Um, hmm. Fun facts with Gabe. <laughs> kind of fun facts with Gabe. <laughs> kind of weird facts with Gabe. <laughs> facts with Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, but speaking of Christian Bale, I'm just going to start okay. off by saying, like, he's just a really good act. Like, he's a really great actor. I It's hard because the main thing that I've seen him in, obviously, is Batman because that's, like, one of my favorite series, right? So that's one of my main exposures to Christian Bale. But he obviously is, like, a really incredible yeah. actor. Um, and I think I see it a lot more in this film than obviously I would with... <laughs> Uh, Batman. Batman. Where is she? <laughs> Where is Rachel? Yeah, yeah. This is. It was. I was very not surprised because I know that he's a very incredible actor, and he's like a meth, like one of those actors that's known to be a method actor. Not that yeah. that necessarily makes you a good actor, but you know, I felt. I felt. Yeah. The role. I mean, he, it's him. Like he, he drives the movie completely because it's just, mm-hmm. it's just him. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. literally just him for the most part. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I and it's it's funny too because I remember when we watched it, you made a remark that like he's English, <laughs> so that's, yeah. it's weird that like you've never heard his like actual accent. Yeah, I mean, I did think that his accent fell off, but I didn't yeah. know if it was because he was from another part of America, so his accent was very different than what I assume like a New Yorker accent. Um, like some some type of I'm walking e yeah it's me Christian Bale that's well, I don't know what that was <laughs> it's me Christian Bale it's me Christian Bale <laughs> yeah but um, he did a fantastic yeah. job um, I know he's a bit controversial because a lot of method actors kind of are because they kind of act a bit weird unfortunately yeah like when they get into the role yeah and it, it yeah. really sold it like I was very off put and also very annoyed by Patrick Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, speaking of too like with like performances, I think this is like one of the only performances where like I just don't think Jared Leto was insufferable. You know what I mean? I mean like, I, he was his character is insufferable in it. Yeah. But, but like his not him. It's not because of his acting. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree though. Kudos all around. Clap, yeah. clap. <laughs> Plus, he wasn't in it for that long. I'm sure if he was in it for any longer, it would be a different story. <laughs> possibly, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um. Oh, and uh, if we're talking about acting too, Willem Dafoe, as always, kills it. Yeah, didn't have a big role whatsoever, but he played it so well. Like, I even, even I was like, does he know? Does he not know? That kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure if he was playing into it or if he wasn't. And I, I still, I'm not quite sure <laughs> coming out of it so yeah i think overall the movie is very very much obviously driven by the characters mm-hmm. um i liked how 
ambiguous everything was mm-hmm. um we looked at like because obviously it came out in what 2000 yeah it's a more than 20 year old movie at this point um obviously a lot of people had an issue with how <laughs> you couldn't relate to the character the of patrick bateman and um there's no like there's no like actual what's it called like resolution necessarily mm-hmm. no clear-cut resolution at least um and I, I i mean i personally like that like i like it when like um films are a little bit more murky and yeah. not like like prim and proper all the time mm-hmm. but i think like with the ambiguity like especially like like with willem dafoe's character and stuff like that i thought you know the uh the film did an overall pretty good job of like not really like giving you an answer either which way like what's real or what's not real yeah right yeah i think i would prefer it that way though like as opposed to like it being a whole like wrapped up he gets arrested or whatever that kind of thing right because especially when he starts (laughs) losing his mind you can obviously you can tell and you can feel it uh because it starts going like just ridiculous like the whole what was it feed me stray cat kind of thing right like you're like oh god i love that yeah this is getting this is getting weird so i feel like it would be weird to jump from that to everything clearing up and stuff like that i don't think it would work well personally yeah yeah i i agree Mm -hmm. um what parts do you think were like what parts do you think were actually like 100% 100% real occurred in the story. Mm. Like, not just... Because I'm trying to, like... So, obviously, for people that didn't watch it, spoilers, um, essentially what the movie follows is Patrick Bateman, the main character, played by Christian Bale, his kind of descent into delusions of grandeur and madness, and him possibly being a serial killer and mm-hmm. killing a bunch of people throughout the movie. Um, Willem Dafoe plays a detective who's kind of investigating someone that he may have killed and uh, there's a lot of ambiguity as to whether it actually happened whether or not it was just in his head whether or not you know he killed other people in the movie and you know the reality is not clear at all Mm -hmm. Um, because the whole movie the whole movie is set up on like a unreliable narrator which you don't really see until the end when he starts really losing his shit like the crescendo of the film (laughs) yeah 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 and even then it's not like you don't actually know if that's true because yeah people have already perceived him unreliably so yeah which is all good like we we, like we really there is no answer actually Mm -hmm. so um, it's all just your own interpretation of what happened um, yeah. I think I think for the most part like the beginning stuff like um, before we start to see him like actually kill people like the, apart from like the, the the homeless man on the street I think he obviously killed him I do think he killed a bunch of the women he came across um, really? yeah I, I personally think right that somehow like his subconscious actually helped him cover up a lot of his murders and even he doesn't realise it um like i think he somehow managed to create an alibi and like hide these bodies or whatever can clean up the places and stuff like that i don't i'm not sure about paul allen was he called um i'm still very confused about that because that lawyer was saying about how you know i saw him in london like two weeks ago like 10 days ago i saw him twice in london i had dinner with him yeah yeah but then so why is Willem Dafoe meeting him if he's not investigating Paul Allen's disappearance? Like, it doesn't make sense if someone has clearly seen him, unless, I just realised this now, unless his lawyer was also technically covering up for him as well in public, because he's saying all this shit in public, <laughs> um, which is crazy. But unless that... I just came up with that now because I just realised, yeah, that could also possibly be what happened that his lawyer was just like i don't know what you're talking about but <laughs> like um yeah i don't remember either like um because 
when uh when Willem Dafoe's character first shows up, he says that he talked to someone and said that someone met up with uh mm. like saw him at a cafe or something. I don't know if that was the lawyer. Like I don't know if he named off the lawyer then. So I think uh, did he? I wish I remembered, but I don't think he did name drop someone. I'm not sure actually. Oh, but yeah, and because I'm trying to think too, like I wonder like how many if there was anyone uh shown that like just did not exist you know what i mean like that was just like mm. completely in his head that like w- may not have even existed right like mm. uh the the guy that he talks about in the bathroom the like kind of like dorky ish kind of guy who's like oh my god i've been waiting like i've been i've been waiting for this moment patrick we can mm. right here i want you right here that guy mm-hmm. uh i don't know if like he interacted with like anyone anyone else you know what i mean like i don't think he directly spoke to the other uh the other three guys that patrick was hung out with so like what if that guy was like just a figment of his like insecurities about like how people you know view him (laughs) view him yeah as a loser yeah being like a loser and like kind of weird yeah because there are a couple like dialogues that like say oh patrick bateman that kind of lose it but obviously he's right there so you're like who the who the fuck are they talking about that kind of thing right um yeah yeah that could i've never i've not even thought about that yeah because i guess he doesn't directly interact with the rest of oh my god wait (laughs) hold on Mm -hmm. now that you say that it feels like he they didn't react like they didn't interact with that um the dude in the bathroom yeah because he's just kind of like he's like you know he goes in there to like fucking like uh what's it called choke him and then he's that's a whole dialogue between them two mm-hmm. and then like no one even like looks up when he's like he calls down the balcony mm-hmm. he's like i'll call you right yeah yeah and then all the other scenes we see of him is kind of just like him on his own like he he walks with that girl and it's like oh my god where did you get that bag or whatever and it's like dude like you didn't notice like there's a it's a fucking body shaped bag bro yeah and he's like dragging like, it on the floor yeah. yeah yeah so i don't know i wonder like even now you can still like when we talk and i'm like coming up with stuff like remembering stuff in the film where i'm like hmm maybe that doesn't fit my my theory of what happened yeah yeah well that's the thing too with how un- unreliable the narrator is it's like even like let's say like there's like a ironclad thing because it's presented just from uh his point of view yeah so like even if we see it as like him you know really interacting with someone like uh, how he interacts and how he perceives he interacts with Willem Dafoe I could not could be could be wrong right Mm -hmm. I think maybe the scene where um his secretary finds his book yeah that's the only part and is looking through his book yeah because it's that's from her like it's just a third third person view of her looking through it Mm mm-hmm so maybe maybe that's reliable like any scene without him in it specifically yeah maybe i think that's the only scene where like to be fair that didn't it's not him focused yeah and it doesn't like specifically as to either like theory that he did or he didn't because like it could be he didn't and he's been like obviously drawing all this stuff imagining losing his mind yeah, yeah imagining all this stuff or he did and he's just fucking drawing it down you know like like people do like people like serial killers do <laughs> that kind of thing yeah Honestly, the whole thing just reminds me of like a you know like a kid, like in high school, kind of just goofing off, like drawing in their book. It's just like doodling bullshit. Yeah, and right? he, he just happens to be doodling, like doodling like murder, murder, sex, and <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just interesting. Like I, I think like another thing that like I realized during our watch through was no one fucking worked, which is kind <laughs> of like a like. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a fucking like commentary on like f- like white collar America and like corporate jobs, but like literally no one, everyone's just like fucking going to like g- g- doing drugs, going mm-hmm. to country clubs, going getting these like hard to get fucking um, reservations at these the trend of the week restaurants, but not once. Did I see like an important meeting, uh, a work-related call? The only work-related call that was mentioned in the movie, he's telling the guy what suit to wear. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like what the fuck? Yeah. So it's I mean, weird. It was like such a weird like. <laughs> 
I mean, like, the whole film is about kind of like that corporate America kind of stuff, right? It's a very much yeah. of it's a much, a, much a commentary on that kind of stuff. So I won't be surprised if that's purposeful, right? That uh, we perceive them as like, they don't fucking do anything. Like, they just sit around and, you know, somehow make money. I didn't even realize what job they had until I, like, went to look up the description of the film and, like, look up the. the reviews and stuff and Adver- look, advertising or whatever yeah, he's a bank i think he was he's a banker or something like he obviously it's what i don't know i wouldn't have even guessed that <laughs> to be honest oh, let me let me just make sure but it, i was like i was, didn't, didn't get it across because i was like in the entire film i was like i don't really understand what he actually does he's an investment banker yeah <laughs> oh really See? actually yeah actually yeah oh not ad- it was acquisitions that's what that girl said acquisitions and uh Oh, because you said, like, mer- uh, m- merger. Merger I'm, and acquisitions. I work in murder and... Executions, yeah, yeah and then... Yeah. yeah. Mergers and acquisitions. That's what That's what yeah. the actual thing was. Yeah, yeah okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Even that was a moment was like, <laughs> how, did I hear that correctly? I'm confused. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you could. Like, if you're, like, in a, in a loud club and you just say some bullshit, like, oh, yeah, I'm into, like, you know tickling balls <laughs> and, and someone's like oh yeah i love uh waterfalls you know like <laughs> no one knows what the fuck you're saying really yeah so yeah and obviously he comes off very like condescending through it right? very and that's like the blur of his like um his impulsive like thoughts of like hey like you, like you look so good naked in my bed kind of like like uh uh what's it called kind of like carnal thoughts mm. versus how he should present himself where it's like yeah i need to like be very put together have this this business card and like look rich but really not be rich it's always like you know the 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 economy between like the presentation of it all and like his actual like you know like don't touch the watch don't you know don't don't not wear a skirt because you're too sexy for that like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know it's a constant battle between the two because mm-hmm. like he a very much a big part of it he's like he's trying to present like god he hates this like kind of drawl of this like corporate lifestyle and this like what was like <laughs> yuppie or whatever right the yuppie lifestyle but like he's obviously like so disinterested in it which is why he like is like kind of losing his shit and is like trying to have a catharsis somewhere but also at the same time he clearly like cares about like presenting nice right like he's like oh talk about the business cards and shit like that you know like oh they have a nicer business card than me or this paul allen has a nicer apartment than me and i fucking hate him and he's copying my hairstyle or whatever like that kind of stuff (laughs) but mine's better (laughs) yeah yeah even even then i was like is he copying paul allen or is paul allen copying him you know, that kind of thing. Because it, it seemed like he was trying to make out like Paul Allen was copying him, but it could have been the other way around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like, um, just how, like how everything's always like the same too. Like the, uh, if it's like the critique of, let's say like capitalism or like corporate, you know, what's it called? That like weird culture, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't know if it was intentional, but like at the end scene where he's kind of losing his mind, running through the streets, thinking he's being chased, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the cars along that one avenue where he's like, the alarms are getting set off. I think, I'm pretty sure they were all the exact same car, except for the final like Porsche that was there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at least for what I understand of like yuppie, like um, uh, iconography and like movies like this where they kind of make fun of it. It's like that's always the thing. It's like they work on Wall Street, they drive a Porsche, they're like a young, like, you know, slicked back hair, mm. suit wearing, like, you know, like quintessential, like Harvard grad kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they, they always go to the country club. They always like, there's just like going from trendy place to trendy place. It's like very much like they hit all the stereotypes yeah. of what like that crowd is about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's all like like with the scene with the business cards like they're fucking talking as if every like oh yeah this is so different and i think obviously like the like minute choices are but really at the end of the day they're just fucking like they're literally they all have the same title vice president or whatever and it's like a white card with like 
you know, regular ass typeface. Yeah, gold, it, just gold, really, truly, soft goldish kind it, of writing. Yeah. Like, it's all the same to literally anybody else, but to them, it's like yeah. a pissing battle, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I just want the like card carrier because I thought that sound was cool. Like the the, the sh- click, click, yeah. Click. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a fucking business card, but I'd, I'd I'd get one just for that. <laughs> I should, but I'd get it in a cute case yeah. instead, though. It's that like meows when you open it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, because people want to <laughs> you just had right now. <laughs> people want to take me seriously if I have that. Who cares? You have a you have a business card with the meows. True, 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 true. I wonder um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I wonder if that exists. <laughs> <laughs> One we, you mentioned it briefly before, a lot of people's criticism of the film is that like they can't relate to it or they can't connect to it. Or like, you know, he's not a likable like no one is likable in this film and it's like that's the point. You're not meant to be able to relate to a character who is potentially a serial killer or is like at least we're presented <laughs> he is a serial killer. You're not meant to connect yeah. to that kind of character, you know what I mean? Or to a character who clearly hates everything and everyone and is just continuing to do his work and wants to kill people yeah. like because he's so mad that his life is so boring. Like you shouldn't be able to relate to that. Um and nobody's yeah. meant to be likable. Like, they're in corporate America, you know? They're all meant to be, like, insufferable people that are superficial, that, you know what I mean? Um, that's and, so funny, because, like, isn't that, like, the dream, though? To, like, yeah. work, like, the American white-collar dream. job? Yeah, you know? the American dream is to work at a fucking, like, office white-collar job and earn bank and spend money on meaningless shit, like, expensive business cards, apparently. Um <laughs> Like, you you don't want to connect to that. You're meant to look at it and be like, oh, these fucking idiots, these assholes, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's a valid... Well, to personally, I don't think it's, like, a valid criticism to be like, oh, this is a shit film because can't connect to it because it's commentary, essentially, right? Right. I think, like... See, that's the balance, though, for, like, movies, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, people will generally probably just want something that's exciting, Mm-hmm. And like that, they can you know escape into, put themselves into like the the main character's shoes or whatever. Um, I can see why, like even oh, especially today, I think I mentioned this, but like this movie would be a hard sell for a lot of people just because it's like a, you you kind of have to suspend a lot of your disbelief and then like also be okay that the protagonist is someone that's very flawed. Mm-hmm. You know, and that may be um, a very bad, bad person. It's kind of this isn't necessarily the best example because the like subject matter is like so taboo and you know obviously wrong. But like, um, God, Lolita, that book that a lot of like weird people <laughs> like to cite, right? Yeah, like pedos. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the, it's the same kind of thing because like the main character is an unreliable narrator like he's the mm-hmm. bad like he's the evil person in it and like i don't you're not meant to like this pedophile you know what i mean like or sympathize like, with him in any way whatsoever yeah. yeah and in that at least it's very presented in a way where it's like obviously he's like very like a bad person but um, even then but even then people read that book and romanticize that book and i understand thinking it's art well i personally i don't think it's whatever like thinking it's artistic or whatever but like a lot of people do look at that and be like wow this character is so i don't know multifaceted or whatever the fuck that kind of thing so even that kind of stuff does go over people's heads because the author has said you're not meant to like this character. You're not meant yeah. to empathize or put yourself in this yeah. character's shoes. It's meant to make you uncomfortable and grossed out by it. But people yeah. are so <laughs> fascinated and like not pretentious, but like want to be pretentious. So they want to like something that's like controversially artistic. So f- so hard that it kind of goes over the head, <laughs> kind of way. And I think you that think it's that though. Like, a, a little bit, yeah, or, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, there are people who just like it, but like, like, 
I yeah. think at least I know, have personally known people that have been like, "Wow, it's so incredible," or like it's one of my favorite pieces of art or whatever the fuck. And really? Hmm. Yeah, and it's it. This person that I knew was kind of pretentious and. Like not in it didn't try to be in a, pretentious in a controversial way, but also like tried to be different, and it yeah obviously that came about in a way where it's just like okay are, are we are we like somehow what's the word like dissecting this book for you to say that it's artistic or are you taking it as like face value kind of thing and saying it's artistic or because it is so controversial that you want to be like hmm, I like Lolita that kind of thing right yeah. Which I, I think applies to this movie as well. <laughs> yeah. I just wonder too, like, um, how much of it is, like, people also, like, relating to, like, um, that desire of Patrick Bateman to, like, answer to your, like, primal, like, impulses. Mm-hmm, where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, if sometimes I just want to stab insert person's name's head in with a mm-hmm. with an axe or um like i just want to be able to do whatever i want but i feel trapped in this like system mm. you know because i'm sure there's people like that too who feel like yeah like i'm just like i'm a i'm a mouse in a wheel i mean yeah doing the same thing in the rat race blah 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 i think a lot of people feel that in a di- different kind of level than uh-huh. Patrick Bateman, obviously, Patrick Bateman's level is a much more elevated level where he's like giving into. Oh well, it's presented at first that he's giving into these like fucking primal like desires and stuff like that, right? Impulsions, yeah. Yeah, um, but even like some of the stuff that you said, you're like, okay, yeah, I, I get it, like the whole like commentary on like society and stuff like that. But also, then when he starts spouting this like really fucked up like misogynistic shit like you're like whoa what the fuck <laughs> that kind of thing you know you're meant yeah. to be like that yeah but i'm sure some people yeah. are not <laughs> so yeah so it's weird because it is like the 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 nice thing about this film is that it uh, it just leaves it all to your subjective like experience of it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it doesn't really handhold any opinion one way or the other obviously i think it is it's like satire or critique of like that culture mm. but yeah even with that like i don't necessarily think it paints it in a good light or a bad light like um i think i'm painting it in a negative light because i am negative towards that culture mm-hmm, same. But i'm sure some people like would take it like like damn like like this rich guy can do whatever the fuck he wants like he doesn't even work like at all he just yeah bullshits yeah. and like hits on people and like those drugs in the bathroom stalls and it's everything's fun mm-hmm. you know so yeah i think that it's it, at least from that standpoint like uh i don't know how often we see like films like this where like that ambiguity is just like that like uh heavily like painted on there you know yeah usually there's at least some like hand holding about, about like whether or not like something's good or bad or like this is how it's supposed to happen or something you know mm-hmm in terms of like the corporate stuff yeah um obviously yeah. the part where he starts murdering people it's that's very meant to clearly f- hopefully for most people will well, be even, like even he's like remorseful about it he's like I, yeah. I will hurt you like i'm bad for you because i'll murder you yeah <laughs> straight up i think one thing that i like really enjoyed about this film was that because I, I knew going into it what it was about because I feel like I, most people know that this is about like a serial killer or whatever supposed to serial killer whatever right it's painted as he's meant to be a serial killer and I knew that going in yeah and then he starts like losing his mind and it did a very good <laughs> job of making you feel like you're fucking losing your mind too like yeah <laughs> when it starts like the crescendos happens and it, like you know everything's happening and the car blows up and all this shit. You're just like, what the fuck is... Because go-? even he, like, looks at his gun and is like, why the fuck did that car just blow up? Um, right. After shooting. Like, you're like, you're not sure what is happening. Like, it almost, like, turns into a completely different film. Um, 
that kind of thing <laughs> and it did a really good job of that because i was i was literally saying it out loud to you i'm like what the fuck is going on gabe like i don't understand what's going on right now yeah yeah like you literally question like what the f- like is this real like am i what am Hello? i losing it yeah <laughs> you start, <you're> like <laughs> start running around screaming at people oh <laughs> yeah did i fall asleep <laughs> yeah i think and most things are like they're presented in a way where it's like this isn't this feels off mm-hmm. but at the same time like you you can suspend your disbelief just enough that like okay like maybe he got away, like maybe maybe he got away with murdering this guy okay mm-hmm. all right maybe someone didn't question why there was all this blood okay you know it's like it's <laughs> yeah. never like completely disconnected from reality that you're like nah this is bullshit it's just enough that you're accepting it and then all of a sudden this atm asks him to put a cat into it yeah so and then you're like oh, okay well <laughs> like i've lost touch with something and you know it's the same moment that he does i mean to be fair i had it a lot earlier when he dropped the fucking chainsaw on the lady because you don't think that's possible <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> i was like surely he's not gonna do that like i thought he was just like just waving around for fun right and i think he was actually gonna try and drop it on her and i was like no come on come on now no yeah but it, I've, I, I forgot that happened too like yep it, we lost so much sauce in the second like Part section of, of that yeah. like yeah that I, I forgot that he dropped the chainsaw and it just stabbed her like yeah. perfectly <laughs> while he's butt naked like he's just naked and no one came out of their apartment that's in the, New York. Yeah, that's one of you know that, was, I mean? that was one of the things when she starts like legit like guttural screaming and she's knocking Dude, on all the doors yeah. and nobody's opened the door. I'm like, out is th- what is happening? Is this real or is it not? Because I, obviously <laughs> for me, I'm like, okay, spend so my disbelief that obviously people aren't gonna open the door for someone who's been attacked in a film where he's killing people, right? That usually is what happens in a lot of films like that. But then yeah. I'm also like, hmm. hmm like yeah, this dude's like uh, full on like revving a chainsaw. Chainsaw, yeah. It's You're not gonna be loud. like, dude, hey, something's going on out here. Yeah, <laughs> There's, that's Paul Lanville again. It's crazy hobbies. <laughs> oh god. Now that I think about it, like even in that apartment when she starts, because I remember being like, how big is this fucking apartment? You know, she was going into all these damn rooms. And I'm like, what? is yeah happening. running in circles yeah yeah and then she's opening all these doors and it's just a bunch of dead bodies like literally everywhere and then that room one room that's like painted like what was it yuppie yuppies what ah yuppie scum yeah that's what it said on the wall yeah and i'm like i don't know what's going like it was piles piles and piles of bodies i'm just like i'm not sure if this <laughs> is really because ha- it turned from like it was almost like filmed like a noir like a noir film when you know, like he's like driving around and stuff like that looking for yeah a woman to take in and then like the the shots and the cinematography was very like noir style and then it turned into this like slasher like film campy, campy yeah, slasher campy film. yeah 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 exactly yeah. and even the music and stuff and like <laughs> how it was like following her yeah <laughs> i'm sure that part was like very like um like that's that intentional break into like the absurd right? yeah 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 maybe yeah because I don't, I don't know i still can't really even after like uh coming down from the movie and then us talking about it now i couldn't tell you like i'd have to look up what well i don't even know has anyone like analyzed like what parts were real you know what i mean because like how, like how are you supposed to really tell I don't think you can. Let's hear. If that's the whole point, then you shouldn't be able to tell what's real because I feel like when you're having that kind of like, break, you don't know, right? You don't know exactly what happened. Yeah, and the, the the person going through it obviously wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I get overall, I think that was really good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's anything else that like really needs to be fleshed out, you know? Yeah. Obviously, it's, it's also like kind of a product of its time with how um some of the dialogue is written mm-hmm. a lot a lot uh, of a I lot of slurs thrown about in this film. just like randomly too like, yeah. and like anti-semitism was like damn jesus <laughs> like, christ yeah <laughs> just like all right we're doing this um but yeah i think you know given the time and everything i think it's not surprising which at all so. you say right a lot of the uh, toxic masculinity and that kind of stuff 
like it sounds absurd when they're saying it but it's also when you think about it mm, has it really changed that much especially with recent times when we have like a lot of I don't like know, a culture war going on yeah like yeah you know a lot of toxic white men who are like teaching people to be alpha males and then like teaching like super misogynistic shit like recently in the past couple years and then a lot of the stuff that Uh, they were spouting i was like hmm (laughs) people still say this shit and this is from 2000s like i was like it's really not that far removed from where we are now is it no no i don't think any of that's like ever like actually left the what is it like the zeitgeist of society it's kind of still in the culture right mm-hmm. especially western culture uh i can't really speak on yeah i think but i think when you're watching you're meant person. to be like well like when they're when they start like going off about like how uh, what was it like how women don't have personalities or like that's not possible and they're just meant to be subservient and just there for eye candy and sex and stuff like that you're meant to be like whoa this is freaking weird and absurd i think by the way that they were vulgarly say, like very vulgar in the way they said it, but yeah. then I was just like, that yeah, was you like, don't, mm. you, <laughs> it's not like a yeah, it's not like a gut reaction. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, like yeah, like you said, it's kind of that still exists, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've come a long way with in terms of like rights, like women's rights and like um, you know, queer rights and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, but you know, people still very much say and feel that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, especially with like um, extremism kind of being on the rise the past couple of years uh, in the West, yeah, at least. Yeah, I feel yeah. like other than like the style, like the visual style of the movie, because it's obviously very much set in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised with that. Like you know, that you could do a similar movie today and with just like modern, like you know, slang and stuff like that and style, and it would still translate very like similarly yeah because i think you know like corporate america is still very much buzzwords and like materialism and facade yeah super- right? superficialism yeah yeah nowadays there's a little bit more like um play towards like the queer community mm-hmm. but even then it's kind of superficial a lot of the time so yeah isn't it called like pink washing or something like pride really, washing, pride washing or something like, I think it's something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I think like the main like parts of the movie do translate well, like mm-hmm. thematically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still very much like stuff that like are relatable today, even if they're not. They're kind of like dated in how they're per- portrayed here. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that's kind of still like really stands out to me is like his uh, whenever he like go on like a monologue, <laughs> like Huey Lewis in the news. Blah, blah, oh blah, my blah, god blah. came out yeah. in 1887 and whitney houston blah 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 blah. um i don't know how much of that was like his like actual like hyper fixation of music and stuff like that mm-hmm. as a character yeah or him like thinking like oh yeah like this is this will make me look cool to know this and like yeah. share this fact yeah being know? like super pretentiously knowledgeable about like music and stuff like that yeah yeah because i mean even when he was talking a lot of the time, a lot of those dialogues, like at these uh, group meals and stuff like that, it sounded like he was reciting a textbook on how to interact with people and what, you know, what issues, social issues to stand up for, but then not reading like examples of dialogue, just reading the actual text itself of the list of things. <laughs> That's what it felt like yeah. to me when he was re- interacting with people. Um, like so, reading from a brochure yeah basically uh, that's what I felt like the music stuff was as well I was just like I'm just gonna act like I'm so cool because I know about Whitney yeah. Houston it's funny too because it's like the I think like the most real reactions were probably um, the two like escorts mm-hmm. yeah so the two sex workers that he hires like I think are like they're very much like you're like really we don't we don't fucking care like yeah <laughs> it's yeah. all just bullshit right mm-hmm. um those are the only two actual like reactions that felt like realistic mm-hmm. 
and like even the even the second interaction he has with the the one girl that he tells to call herself Christy or whatever. She's yeah. like, I don't know. Like, like last time I got like fucking hurt. Like I don't, I don't shouldn't be around you. Everyone else is like, yeah, like everything. It's all normal. Like you're cheating on me. Blah blah blah. Like everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just kind of going through the motions of like what they should. And she's yeah, the one who even questioned. <laughs> yeah, because even like Reese Witherspoon, when he just like breaking up with her, obviously like, she makes a big scene. But like as soon as he's gone, it's almost like she collects herself immediately. That kind she of stops, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And everyone else, like every like like his friends, like getting the um, reservations places, like just just to do it, like just to <laughs> yeah. get it. Like they don't care where; they just need a reservation somewhere cool. Yeah, know? he was he was like, "I'm not even hungry, but we like I want a reservation somewhere." Like, what the fuck does that yeah. mean, bro? Yeah, yeah, it's like what the f- like this is this is absurd. None of this is real. Yeah, um, but it could fully so yeah, well be because we're not really part of that corporate america True. like lifestyle like True. M- middle class lifestyle so okay hold on <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> uh, um, um yeah so mm-hmm. the two like the two sex workers for sure had the most realistic i think mm-hmm. responses to like the absurdity during the film yeah um interestingly like too like i i can't believe how much like sex and like nudity like i <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's just the movies I watched recently, but, like, it was, like, a good, like, I don't Portion know, six of the film. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I was like, what the heck's going on? Just straight up, just just yeah. cheeks, like, left and right. <laughs> Do you reckon that contributed to this film not being that, criti- like, that big or, like, critically acclaimed when it came out because it's so explicit? Uh, I don't know, maybe... But I feel like, because <sighs> people, I feel like a lot of a lot of people very cl- in the past were like clutch your pearls about that kind of stuff, right? Uh, like explicitness for like no reason, that kind of thing. N- now we're kind of like, oh, it could be artistic, or some of us are just like, no, this is really fucking unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't really know how like um, necessarily like puritanical it was and. 2000 specifically mm. um but i wouldn't like i wouldn't be surprised if that's how people felt about it mm-hmm. it didn't seem that like out of place in like the context of the film because like dude he hired two sex workers and like yeah like mm. you may you don't necessarily need to show that in the story but i feel like his like it was like key to his character because mm. like during it he it's not like he cared about the sex Mm-mm. he was filming a, a porno to make himself look good like he was looking in the mirror flexing Mm-hmm. And he just wanted, you know, he just wanted them to follow his directions and like f- play into his like delusions of like what the scene would look like, you know? Because yeah. like none of, none of that was ever like it never felt like it was for pleasure. It was just to do it and make something that would fluff his ego essentially. Yeah, because even when he's like watching the porn in the background, it's almost like he's trying to seem like that's a normal thing to do to just have porn in the background <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know how how many people do that so yeah so apparently um uh-huh. when it like initially came like debuted at the sundance film festival yeah. uh it was very polarizing obviously but like some people praise sure. it for its writing and performance but other people did have criticisms of like its violent nature and stuff like that um which i mean it's not even that like there's not for a film about a serial killer, it's really not that much violence. <laughs> yeah, we don't really see the. Yeah, we don't really ever see much of the killing. It's yeah. not like a slasher, actually. No. Uh, oh well, I guess the shoot. There was a lot of shooting, a lot of very good shots. He <laughs> <laughs> pulls out a gun, shoots this old lady, runs around, shoots another guy, shoots another guy, shoots another guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, like I feel like you know the goriest part was. No, there's not even necessarily anything gory. Like, you don't see anything happen, really. The only part where I was like, ooh, that's gross. Like, when he's like, when that lady is running around in the apartment, she opens a door and there's like a fucking dead body just hanging on this like coat rack. And then she walks into another room and it's just like bodies piled up. That's the only like part I was like, that's really gory, but that's literally it. You don't see him like dismembering anyone or anything like that. So Uh, I don't want to say it's that violent. Even then, like even those parts, like where there's like dead bodies on the screen, they're mm-hmm. like you don't 
like the ones hanging were obscured in like a like a suit a yeah. suit carrier thing yeah. you know so yeah i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have pegged it like necessarily the ultra violence because i feel like in actual slashers there's more violence you know oh yeah, like yeah, yeah and it's like obviously it's it's key because he's a serial killer but um in terms of like actually like being portrayed directly on film mm-hmm. most of it's like implied because he's like i killed like 40 people well, you don't see 40 people die you no. know yeah at, at some point it's just him like it's all just implied that like stuff happened you know mm-hmm. i'm actually genuinely surprised like when you said it wasn't, wasn't critically acclaimed i initially thought it was because people talked about it so much but i'm reading now that like it had it's, it's like a, like a cult following right for people later on yeah. were like oh wow this film is so I'm not sure if good is the word that people really would use to describe it like very different question mark yeah I'd, I'd, give, I'd give it that it is yeah. different yeah storytelling's uh interesting like there's an interesting flow to it mm-hmm. and like obviously I don't I don't necessarily think a lot of movies are willing to portray stuff like this because it is kind of it is salacious right like there's a lot yeah. of sex on screen yeah. and like violence so um I can see why it wouldn't necessarily do well initially and mm-hmm. then pick up a cult following. Yeah. Um, do you have uh, a rating in mind? I do. So, like, my f- my fun rating is a 3 out of 10. It's not exactly a film that you'd be like, you oh, this have fun? is so... <laughs> no. Wow. Not really. No, I did not have fun. I did not have, not have fun feeling like I was, like, losing my mind watching the film. <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> um, okay, fair. Yeah, but... Alan? Like, a serious rating, I'd say a 7 out of 10. Or, like, a 7.5. It has really good acting. The cinematography... I kept saying to you, like, oh, this is a really nice shot. Because some of them, like, were really yeah. nice shots. You know, the cinematography was really well done. And I liked that it was, like, half of it was, like, a kind of film like a noir film and then it was sort of sort of like a slasher film and it's like this psychological fucking insane bullshit um and a lot of the shots were different then and naturally any film that has sort of like a commentary about anything really anything in society i usually gravitate towards so like it's i mean it's not i wouldn't say it's like very like artistically put in terms of the way that it's a commentary on like corporate america or like toxic masculinity i don't think it's very like hidden it's very in your face to me at least um but i like that and i like that it's an open interpretation kind of film um yeah seven out of ten seven and a half out of ten well Mm -hmm. i'll take it Mm -hmm. i'll agree Mm -hmm. um for me i think i'll bump up the fun a little bit how much i think i'll say like a four 4.5 i i just the parts that i like are stand out to me really stand out like the stupid the, the absurd business card scene mm. like i see that like memed and reference a lot where it's like oh yeah bone set on like calypso or like some whatever <laughs> like that kind of stuff mm. eggshell blah 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 like i see that like reference a lot and like not my day-to-day life but like in general mm-hmm. and um i honestly just love the absurdity of feed me stray cat <laughs> like that's fucking crazy mm-hmm. and like because like not like nowhere else in that movie is there like something that's at, like at, like just absolute absurd right like because atm definitely didn't say feed me stray cat right yeah yeah that's the only time we ever see something where it's like reality kind of bends other than the explosion it's like wait hold on <laughs> yeah <laughs> did it say this for real <laughs> yeah 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 because um, even the explosion so yeah, like, you can be like hmm okay like yeah, you know maybe, it's a film yeah maybe yeah um so for like for those things i'll bump it up to a four and then uh oh <laughs> my serious one i had to I had to get a breath in for that uh maybe a seven six point five to seven because like mm. I like the acting a lot. Mm-hmm. The, the obviously his acting carried the film because that's all we really see. Willem Dafoe always kills it. Um, the times where they like commented on like uh, certain like cultural things, I thought were good. Like when the guy is like going on a tirade about like uh, Reagan being like pompous and fake at the end, I thought that was funny because mm-hmm. like 
after the fact, right, people generally thought like, oh yeah, this is bullshit. Like he ruined America, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, inserting little things like that, I liked. Um, in terms of like how they portrayed his like descent and delusions, mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Ambiguity, amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought like maybe some parts where like how we go through the plot of it are kind of i don't know it's kind of like a little too disjoint for me Mm. like because like randomly he's just like like turning in the like bloody sheets to try and get washed and like by that point i don't think he had killed paul allen yet Mm. so it's like just it felt like who the fuck like (laughs) it felt like kind of absurd in a in a in a way that kind of didn't feel quite like right for the story yet. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I think like the overall tension of like, Oh, the something feels off was like really good throughout the whole thing. I just think like some, some beats were a little maybe too soon or like misplaced in the story for me. Yeah. So yeah. I'll say like 6.5 to seven hmm. overall. I think that's probably our most like, uh, not serious necessarily, but like our most like, <laughs> like you have to you have to put a lot of like personal thought into it yeah because <laughs> it really is so open to interpretation whereas most of the films that we watch aren't like that like there aren't many films that are this open to interpretation still so yeah any final thoughts i don't know if i particularly think that it deserves a cult following like it has um and we briefly talked about this with like how it's people almost like relate to it the same way that people relate to the joker which is really strange right um and i think that's probably where a lot of the cult following kind of stuff came from as well from that mindset of that kind of stuff um but otherwise like if i remove that kind of stuff away from it um it's well shot it's well like the acting is brilliant um if a film has me so immersed that I feel like I'm losing my mind, I think it did a pretty good job of what it's trying to achieve, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I, I, I'd agree with your take. I think um, just like uh, the amount of like mental gymnastics you have to do to kind of like reconcile the stuff going on was, <laughs> I think, the right amount. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah you're questioning yourself enough and questioning the narration enough, the story enough that like, um, like it, it's the right amount to make you think without being like, no, this is bullshit. I don't care. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. For sure. It like found, found the good balance of it for the film. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just like need like a film that like, uh, I don't, know, I don't want to say palate cleanser because that's definitely not a palate cleanser, but like something <laughs> that kind of jolts like your expectations of film, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because um, like if you if you go into it not really thinking like, obviously like we we had an idea of what the film was about going into it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then like you would it would be an interesting kind of roller coaster ride, in in the theater, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like I appreciate that you know mm-hmm. it's it's always a it's a big risk and obviously a lot of people did think that it would be the end of Christian Bale's career so yeah which yeah. it clearly wasn't if anything it yeah. kind of proved how capable of an actor he is yeah yeah so I like it when films are like that because you know like it's it's hard to take risks you know yeah. like if you can just like go out and make a lot of money like why why even push the bounds like like mm-hmm. violence or sex or stuff like that mm-hmm. um so when it's kind of tastefully done like that and actually like makes the audience think i think that's a good job yeah like really i agree anyway that was it for american psycho um i just want to say <laughs> i hope everyone is ready for the ride of their lives and our first exciting installment of our fast series reviews Fast 10, the beginning of the end. <laughs> We're starting at the end of the film. The We're starting at the end of the films. <laughs> the change in like my demeanor. <laughs> yeah. 
Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast on whatever you listen to us on and rate if you can. And share with your friends and follow us on social media. We're at Reactors Cut everywhere, apart from Instagram at the moment, which we're Reactors Cut Podcast, which we haven't mentioned previously, but we're Reactors Cut Podcast for now. We're trying to figure it out. Uh, but yeah, follow us everywhere and let us know your thoughts on this film or how excited you are to <laughs> listen to our Fast 10 episode. Because <laughs> I'm excited, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Gabe. I'm Stel. Hi. Bye. Bye.